Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's wrong? Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults get together and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting their own inner demons and the sadness that threatens to claw inside of us every day. Uh, I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Joel. Uh, see, my, my inner demon and I decided not to fight. Like, we actually get along pretty well. Um, we're gonna mm-hmm. We're going to play poker next week. Do you have devil trigger powers? Can you like activate a demon mode? And I mean, I can, I can, but the only real superpower I get is the ability to play cards with myself. <laughs> Do you at least get iframes on activation, though? <laughs> Thank you, Matt, for for picking that up. So yeah, yeah we've got we've got Matt. Um, the, the inner demons in this episode are weak as shit, even by like <laughs> the, the yeah. episode tacitly admits this as well. It's yeah. It's really pretty kind great. Of incredible. We'll talk about it's when like we get there. We've also got Mike. Zechariah, oh, I have no time for your foolishness. <laughs> I don't what get a weird, that. What a weird fucking line read. Yeah, you definitely have time for my foolishness because you're on this show, by the way. So, uh, I mean, he, that's we've fine. established he doesn't have much time because he has work after this. Oh, oh that's true. We step yeah. on the carpet. I'm going to step on that thing. I'm just going to hurt like a bastard later. <laughs> Oh, okay, wow. thank you for Wait, the information. Wait, what did you drop? I dropped a staple. It probably oh. landed face up. I'm probably going to step on it. It's probably going to hurt like a bastard. Okay, so yeah, this episode's like not that engaging, but... This episode's uh, actually funny as shit. I laughed <laughs> really hard. Okay, well, so let's uh, let's do our first segment here. Let's talk about some things. Um, we are going to do a brief talk about things because we've got our actor spotlight and I'm so- sad uh, Luke's not uh, here before, because what? Go ahead. Before you bring up any of your planned things, I just want to I just want to mention something. Um, okay. So I uh, I went to see Guardians of the Galaxy right before this, and during the Mummy trailer, it occurred to me that it's really nice to see Rita Repulsa from the Power Rangers movie getting more work. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I really like that movie. Well, maybe we'll talk about that some other time. Maybe we'll do like a. 
uh, a trash. What do we call it? What is our trash pile that we ended up? It's like the dumpster. It should be the dumpster, really. I, I, I called think it's it called the garbage. I called it the garbage dump. Okay, maybe we'll, yeah, that we'll put some garbage in there. Um, yeah, but uh, folks, we have a, a page on Audio Entropy now for putting just random stuff. So yeah. Uh, I feel like that might just be the abandoning all pretense pile. Like, let's yes, exactly. I mean, so far, so far, it is exclusively about um, people talking about like things they're into, fucky wise. So, oh, <laughs> okay. I need to get in on that mess. I mean, uh, look, so... look. Uh, at this point, we might as well spin it off into its own show. But just hit Emily up; she's more than willing to listen to anything. No, 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 no. I'm gonna chain Lucas to like a post and make him listen to me talk about my fuck style. <laughs> that for that, oh, that, that might be boy. considered. Uh, that might be considered corruption, which is another fetish. Yeah, so you oh, could actually, tie two no, together. Oh, trust me, I know <laughs> that wouldn't count as corruption. That's would probably count as like emotional abuse. I think, <laughs> well, the line between. Has. The line between the two is thin. I just want to point out that you went you went straight to a joke about doing it to Lucas specifically, and like the the listener who is not privy to our like network in jokes is going to have no idea why you went okay. for him specifically. Right. Lucas Here's Lucas is a nice boy who does not the fetish is not at, so much. At, at this point, I feel like this show is basically composed entirely of in jokes. Like it's like a lot of the later end Homestar Runner stuff, except the later end Homestar Runner stuff was actually like well made and creative and funny, and this is. Something. <laughs> okay, well, let's move on. Uh, so, talk about things. Talking about things. I'm. What I was going to say is I'm sad Luke's not here, because this talking about things is basically going to be the admission that we're not going to talk about the Power Rangers movie probably ever again because it bombed really, really hard in China, which was kind of what they were counting on um, to 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 greenlight a sequel, basically. Uh, genuine uh, question. Yes. Why would they think it would do well in China? Because big because big blockbuster action movies do often better in China than they do here. Like even bad, even ones that people think are very bad. The uh, the Transformers movies made a shitload of money in China. I think maybe more than here. At least the later ones. So I I assume then the problem the problem is this movie didn't have enough action. <laughs> well, okay, that is fair. That's yeah. fair. But so, but yeah, the sound- recent movies that uh like salvaged their box office earnings in China include the recent Smurfs film and Ghost in the Shell. So usually is, China's a okay. good way to bail your movie out, but okay, not, hold on, not hold Power on, Rangers. Hold on, hold on. What the fuck is wrong with China? They just like big dumb action movies, like me. Matt, Matt, <laughs> exactly uh, the thing that is wrong with the United States. Okay, yeah. let's be fucking real it's, here. It's just like exact example of like, of oh, the Transformers movie made a shitload of money in China. Like China are the dumb ones who like the Transformers movie, and not like everyone. <laughs> no, well, but at least Ghost in the Shell bombed over. That here, is I'm true. Sure. So, so yeah, well, that, so, that seemed to be because of the racism more than anything else. Yeah, so it made, like, that doesn't make any sense. I so, guess it does. Wait, it's Japanese. Whatever. Yeah, so Power Rangers made 1.2 million over there, which is wow, bad. Wow, that is a Th- That's the thing is, it's it's not like, I don't think it's the reason you said, uh, Joel, like people went and there was bad word of mouth and there's there was that there wasn't enough action or something. I think it just, 
people had no fucking interest, period, is what it sounds like. Because, yeah, like, Power Rangers, does Power Rangers have any brand recognition in China? I, I guess, I don't really know enough to speak, but I will say that Guardians of the Galaxy 2 made 68 million this week there, and Power the Rangers- The thing is, Marvel has universe- Marvel has total global saturation. No, totally. I'm just saying compare those numbers. It like it's not like it didn't do great but did okay. It it fucking bombed. So yeah. essentially the the outcome of this is there's two ways we could still get one. I, and I don't think I just it, I just want to say that, before we move too far away from it that like in describing Marvel's success around in international like filmmaking, he he basically turned into Wesker for a second there. <laughs> yeah, no, total. I totally went for the Loki RE five reference. I was wondering if anyone was going to get that. So we're two for two in Loki references to Capcom games this I've episode. Ne- I've never Pretty played. Sweet. I did a good one. I've never played yeah. RE five. So sorry. um, it's good. It's also really racist, but they didn't. Oh mean yes, it to be, right. but it I was about that. Yeah, no, it's super fucking racist. Um, literally, uh, we won't. Yeah, okay. no, that's okay. Let's so so. So basically, here's the here's the two ways they could still get money, or uh, they could still make a second one. Uh, if it does really well on DVD, which does happen occasionally, stuff like that happens, especially for for kind of more niche type properties. Though this didn't do super niche well. Niche properties like the Power Rangers. Well, you know, it's a twenty year old property uh, that's but mostly popular is, with it, those people. It's so. 20-year-old pro- property, but it's still having, like, new episodes and, like, shit Yeah, but out. they it's... didn't aim it at those kids. That's, they like, uh, which maybe they should have, is what I, I would say. I think they really should have. It's, uh, it's almost as if that's what we've been saying from Jump Street. Sure. So, so anyway. Um, yeah, talking, yeah, speaking of movies that ca- recaptured nostalgia in a good way, 21 Jump Street. Um, yeah, Did so it? the other way, I got it, I got the joke, I just want to move on, please. <laughs> so, okay, that's fine. So, the other thing that could happen is Lionsgate had a good year, which is sad because <laughs> they put out a bunch of shit movies, but they did well, like Now You Can See Me Too, which made a shitload of money for them, which is deeply upsetting. Um, but... What? Okay, th- what the hell is Now You Can See Me Too? It's It's Now You Can't See Me. In now there you, are movies about no, it's magicians. Now you, what do now, now you see me? They're called Now You See Me. They're about magicians oh. who who perform robberies. It's it's maybe the like biggest dropped ball in a like movie title I've ever seen. Yes, because they did because they the first one's called Now You See Me, and the second one is not called And Now You Don't, which is so deeply upsetting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but isn't anyway. there a thing where like it's a movie that's presented at first as being a movie about magicians? who use magic tricks to do crimes, but then it turns out they have actual magic. Yeah, pretty Isn't much. That, yeah, yeah, basically. So, so in God, any that's case... that's the dumbest fucking thing. <laughs> in any case, um, the other way that it could happen is Lionsgate actually is doing pretty well and decides, fuck it, we want a franchise for for this age group. Like, um, if, they're, if they're willing to roll the dice on more movies eventually turning more of a profit, that which isn't un heard of it's like, not a safe bet but if because they're doing well they might do it they don't have they have had an ongoing teen um uh franchise for the past like 15 20 years and they don't have one right now so it's possible that they one would do thing, that one thing to keep one thing to consider is they might say okay you can make another one but we're not giving you nearly as much money to do it yeah the second one's got to be cheaper yeah. and shorter yeah 
So who knows? I mean, maybe they'll maybe they'll say, they'll blame it on Dean Israelite and say, "Oh, we need a different director." Like there are ways for that to happen. Personally, even as somebody who really liked the movie, I don't think that I think we're done. Which it is sad. Well, hold on, you said you said you had two ways that this could happen. What was the? Yeah, second? I already said the other one. The other one is if it does really well on DVD, if oh. it sells a bunch of copies on home video, uh, or or does like good. Yeah, I mean, if if it does good merchandising, like on the second like home video wave that they usually do for these kind of things, um, but yeah, I, like I better with merchandising if most of the merchandise for it wasn't garbage. Yeah, man, I like this movie, and those toys are bad. Like, I would buy them if they were any good. <laughs> I don't if know. They were not There's no sucky. way yeah, to be nice about that. Those like things look taken, like shit. Like, yeah, no, they look like they were taken taken from not Happy Meal toys, but like the toys Wendy's tries to put in their kids' meals. It, it's not good. Wait, are you implying that the Happy Meal toys are better because they're not? Yeah, no, I'm saying I'm <laughs> okay. saying that I'm saying that there are tiers of shitty like pack-in toys for kids' meals, and okay. McDonald's and Burger King kind of think they're all the exact look, level all, of look, shit. No, but... look, all I'm saying is I don't think Wendy's ever put it in a sweet-ass, like, tiny LED hand monkey ball game in their fucking kids' meals, and okay. I know McDonald's did, okay, so McDonald's fair. wins that trade. So, so also, yeah, Wendy's is like putting all like of its... A... Uh... Wendy's is putting all of its money into its social media, apparently. Oh Jesus! Let's not talk about that. Okay, so really, aren't you, aren't you? Don't you want to see like your Twitter timeline to be like fifty semi-pornographic images of the Wendy's mascot <laughs> and every also, single I mean, waking hour? Uh, and don't also, not that? don't you want to follow and, Luke on Twitter? <laughs> and and also like three or four genuinely just plain old pornographic. Yeah, mascots. Uh, let's move on. So so what I was going to say is. It seems you know, like I wonder how well this joke is going to play in two fucking weeks. <laughs> I want to move on. I so really hope you know. I pray it plays poorly because then we'll be over that fucking bullshit. Okay. Anyway, God damn it. so uh, yeah, I don't think we're gonna get a sequel. That bums me out. I'm sad about it. The only thing I will say is, I wouldn't be surprised if they try again in five years. Like. And maybe we'll get something that's more in tune with what we were hoping for originally. Who knows? Because that that property is still worth something, even though they couldn't figure it out this time. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I mean, we we keep getting like we keep getting new Fantastic Fours. Is I'm pretty sure we can expect a new Power Ranger at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and I, and I know yeah, the Fanta- maybe, before someone that's... writes in, I know the Fantastic Four thing has a specific reason, but still. No, I, like that's actually a pretty good comparison because the Fantastic Four movies are a pretty good comparison point to the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Ooh, reboot. I think that's unfair to the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. The Fantastic I Four don't. movies are dire. Hmm. And I say this as a person who did not like that Power Rangers movie either. So, <laughs> all right, well, let's move on. Finally, it's better than the Fantastic. I, I intended Four this to be like two that. minutes, and then we had to talk about the fucking sexy Wendy's mascot. But let's move on. I did not bring that up. That was <laughs> that's true. Mike did it. I hate you, Zach. Since when have we spent only two minutes on anything? So we have a author, an author, a actor spotlight today. Okay, um, Zach, I'm gonna hold you to this, and once we run out of actors, we're gonna start talking about the writers for the show. Okay, we're going to talk about Karen, Karen Ashley today, who plays Aisha, um, and there's not much here, unfortunately. I'll go over kind of the outline, and then I will say huh, that, the- uh, That also describes Aisha so far the, in the show. Yeah, 
I'll tell you guys the the more fun bits. But basically, her first job uh, as an actress was Aisha Campbell. Um, she was on the show for two years, left in 95, and she did a bunch of guest spot type stuff. She was on like an episode of Keenan and Kel, uh, a couple other things that aren't really that interesting. Um, and then she kind of stopped acting for a long time. She, she was not active in the acting community. Um, the last thing she was in was a, a, an episode of, the Parkers in 2000. And then uh, in ni- 2016. Was that a sitcom about Spider Man's parents? It's not. Uh, it is. Actually, I don't know what The Parkers is. See, I, I don't either. I don't, Monique's in it. There you go. That's all I can. That's all I can really tell you. So in 2016, she started playing the mom of one of the characters on a web series called Class Dismissed that describes itself as a hilarious new web comedy series centered around three grade school friends. So my guess is that acting is no longer her full time vocation. I I don't really know what she's doing. Wikipedia has very little uh, information. So, yeah. She she kind of got out at some point, and uh, this seems fine. She does attend uh, Power Morphicons, Dragon Cons, stuff like that. Um, so if you want to meet uh, Aisha, you probably do still have the chance. And she is planning it on being in the Order. So if that thing ever comes out, uh, you'll get the chance to see her again. Now how, you want to know how, the fun thing. The Order got funded, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, how much money did it get? I don't know. I couldn't tell you, and I don't. Wait, have the hold on, Zach. Right did now. you skim past this, or did I just miss it? Something called Devin's nope. Ghost. Oh no, I didn't see that. Sorry. Devin's Ghost: Legend of the Bloody Boy. Oh I missed boy. That. Uh, no. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. Apparently, it's a. It's. It just says video from 2005, and it says Karen Ashley played a character named Symphony. And that's it. That's all I got is Devon's Ghost Legend of the Bloody Boy. Okay, so look uh, when forward, the, when look the, forward canyon... to the next Teenagers with Attitude uh, bonus episode. Let's see. The, the poster has a dude dressed like a baseball player holding a baseball, but his the baseball bat has a buzzsaw in it, and also he's like a zombie. Um, None it of says those when things the... are ghost things. Yeah. When, when the Canyon High School reopens under the administration of Mr. and Mrs. Walker, the students recall Devon Anderson – a boy that killed his parents and vanished. On the first day of class, there is a double homicide, and Symphony, her boyfriend Craig, and her friends Josh and Genesis believe that Bloody Devon is back, but the police believe in a copycat. The sensationalist reporter Miller also attributes the murder to Devon, but Devon is really back with his baseball golf, and he wants to play killing people. Okay. Well, I didn't misread that. The sentence is he's back with his baseball, baseball golf, and he golf. wants to play killing people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What? You know what? I'm just gonna let that stand. Fuck it. Not even worth the effort. Yeah, I kind of want us to watch this. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't... I... <laughs> uh, not a fan, Zach? Uh, I don't want to do that. Can oh my god, that oh my god. Hold on, hold on. Extra bit about Devin's Ghost Legend of the Bloody Boy. Karen Ashley plays the lead. The director is Johnny Young Bosch. Oh, nice. <laughs> Okay, yeah, we okay. have to I watch this. I think we this. have to watch this yeah. movie now. Holy okay, shit, y'all. Fine. 
Zach, uh, Legend uh, of the Bloody Boy. So, Come on. So can I can I say my fun? <laughs> that's bit like that's about... like a horror themed McElroy bit. Is Legend of the Bloody Boy? <laughs> can I say my fun bit about Karen Ashley now, please? Before yes. she became an actress. She was a member of a short-lived girl group called Crush, K-R-U-S-H, who contributed a song called uh, Let's Get Together, in parentheses, So Groovy Now, to the Mo Money soundtrack, which was a movie with, uh, with Damon Wayans. So I have found that YouTube video, and I will put it up on the Facebook group if you would like to see... A really horrible early '90s girl rap song singing group. It's wow, like judgy. Uh, listen, you can judge for yourself. How about that? And you can get back to me later about it. Well, I can. I'm recording the backup, so I don't want to play any music. No, that's okay. Just watch it later and tell me what you think. Um, it's really hilariously bad. Also, this is a way to uh segue into something I missed from the Johnny Young Bosch actor spotlight, which is that Johnny Young Bosch is the head singer or is the lead singer for a, a pop punk band called I Shine that's actually not that bad. <laughs> so there you go. Two musical prodigies in this group of Power Rangers. Um that we know of. Oh yeah, I don't think Steve Cardenas was in a band. I could, you know, I, you know, you're gonna say that. You're gonna say that. And okay, then but you're Zach, gonna do your research Zach. next week, and then it's gonna turn out he can like he can play the banjo with his butt cheeks or something. Like, <laughs> and, we just, already, <laughs> and we already know Kimberly can sing. Or uh, yes, she can. Johnson yep, Amy Jo Johnson. Yeah, has some so albums. Let's, so let's get that band of Power Rangers together. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, there should be a musical themed uh, Power Rangers team. I'm kind of surprised there hasn't been. The Power Rangers did a musical episode, and I think it's the best possible evidence of why that should not happen. Uh, it, well, they did ask uh, Jason David Frank to sing, and... Whoa. <laughs> so, so we have evidence that not all of the Power yeah. Rangers are musically gifted. <laughs> so, uh, it's okay, he's very good at other things. So that's going to do it for our actor spotlight. Why don't we talk about the episode? Um... This is episode 31. Oh, no, it's not. My uh, my Netflix rolled over. This is episode 30 of season two, Mirror of Regret. And it opens with jo uh, Johnny Young Bosch, who, which is not the character's name. His name is Adam, uh, teaching some kids a karate class uh, with, with well, it, Rocky. It, it, it opens with, there. yeah, it's Rocky and Adam doing a demonstration. And it's... I feel like we've seen this specific kind of opening about a million times of some of the Power Rangers just doing some karate and then turning to karate students and saying, and this is what we're eventually going to teach you how to do. Okay, right, now it's just do some basic kids, katas. And the kids say, um, we have a question. Did you really think we weren't going to notice that you just swapped out people into the same like outfits as our old teachers? Like, we know you're not Jason and Zach. We oh, can Jesus, tell. yeah. Are these Jason and Zach's old students? <laughs> I assume. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you, I mean, it may be that they're literally just trying to gaslight everyone into thinking they're the same characters, <laughs> or the I, same people, I given that they dress, dress the exact same way. That. Yeah. Um, so, there's these two little kids that what, were- What are you talking about? I've always been your karate teacher. Oh, wait, hold on. Do you remember me sounding more like this? Shut <laughs> up, Mike. God damn it. <laughs> 
You're not funny. Uh, so speaking well, of my okay, mic not I guess, being funny, I guess I'm not on the podcast anymore. Uh, no, then. you can this stay a, on. It's fine. This is a comedy podcast. What am I even here for? I'm, I, what, I'm just, no, this is this is a theoretically comedy podcast. Occasionally, it's funny, but by and large, no, not really. I don't think. <laughs> Man, I'm pretty <laughs> dumping on everybody in this podcast. Today. I'm sorry for being so shitty. I don't know why it is. I'm actually in a good mood. So fuck. Uh, so at this point, we are spotlighted on two little kids. One is. Uh, kind of a weenie, I guess, and the other is supposed to be a bully, but he's like a little chubby kid, which I don't understand. Zach, Zach, but Zach. I'm Zach. not body shaming. Are you? Are you, t- are you telling me you have spent a lifetime watching children's media in the United States, and you are not familiar with the fat bully archetype? Are you serious? Uh, I guess this is something from I would say about seventy five percent of live action children's television. I yeah, is, the, is is the fat kid bully like I'm, it just I mean, it happens. The kid the kid is beefier than the weenie, so he's gonna pick on him. Like that's that's the visual like that's how it works. Language of how these things go. Yeah. Also, that's I don't why understand. bulk is who he is. I don't understand why the bigger kid is picking on this kid for being a weenie when he could just pick on him for fucking sucking at karate. Well, I mean that's <laughs> that's kind of what he's doing. But he's specifically referring to the fact that he's small. Anyway, the small kid sucks at karate, and the big kid is getting sick of the little shitty kid bumping into him. He tells him that he sucks ass and will never amount to anything in life. <laughs> it's <literally laughs> yes, yeah, no, the kid, the kid's, the kid's whole thing is, yeah, this this other kid sucks. With him on the team, we're never gonna win. Yeah. To which, and then- to which, fucking Rocky says, "Well, yeah, but if." <laughs> He shouldn't have said yeah, but the line is actually pretty good. Is the the fat kid bully says, Hey, so like we'll never win the competition with this kid on our team, and Rocky counters with, Well, with that attitude, we don't have a team. But he's yes, but he says, Well, yeah, first. Yeah, like he acknowledges that this statement is true. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Way to go, Rocky. (laughs) Here's the thing about Rocky though. Rocky's just laying down real beats. He's like, Look, sometimes you're teamed up with people who are shitters and you've just gotta learn to overcome their weaknesses and do it yourself because like you're not getting around that. You need this kid, yeah. whether you want him or not. And I know you don't, but, like, there's no getting past this. So suck it off. And Listen, also- sometimes you have to pick support and just <laughs> deal with the fact that your DPS is going to run face first into the enemy every three seconds, and you just have to manage anyway. Wow. That's how this shit works. Wow, Mike. <laughs> no, you just troll them and scream at them and call them racial epithets is what you actually do. No, that's what the guy in mid does. Hey, 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 hey. I do not call people racial epithets. <laughs> So anyway, um, uh, Adam kind of takes his kid aside after practice and he says, you know, when I was a kid, I was the most picked on and I was the weakest in my class because I'm sad about everything. So our headcanon for Adam, and I don't think this is even as much of a stretch as it, as it was with Tommy. This dude's just sad about everything. Yeah, no, He's- this this dude is ex- explicitly sad. I don't a lot think of, it's a headcanon. A lot of Tommy's sadness we got from... Uh, Jason David Frank's delivery and from the fact that he was separate from the group all the time. Adam just straight up talks about how much he's not, he, he doesn't feel confident in himself. Like, just all the time. Remember? This is his second he, he just joined this team. There have been two episodes since he became the Black Ranger. Both of them focus on him and both of them are about him not having self-confidence. Yeah, it's weird he's, that that dude, happened. Dude is a weenie! Yeah. 
He's if if the term emo had existed at this point, he would have been firmly in the emo category. My Zord is black like my soul. <laughs> exactly. So he he tells his kid, uh, you know, it's going to be OK. Uh, l- let's run some drills together. And they run some drills. And that that's cute. Um, we caught up to Zed, who says, OK. This is a fucked up plan. Like, of all the <laughs> shitty plans that Zed and Rita have done, including the flower, like, I'm going to smash your flower float. Th- his plan is literally to make Adam watch the sh- the things that happened to him when he was a kid that make him cringe. Like, Okay, the amazing thing about this plan is the combination of just the completely shitty vindictive pettiness of it, and also the complete on-its-face ineffectiveness of it. Yes, like, what's this going to do? With an added bonus of it being, like, an insane show of power. Because, like, he is literally showing, like, video feed of things that happened to Adam in the past. Right. That's ridiculous power. Yeah. Now, but th- and here's the thing: it's the idea that you need a magical device to make someone dwell on all the regrets from their life. Like, yeah, to make a I just call that like my bed, my <laughs> my shower, my every waking moment. Really, like that's just that's just life. Yeah, fucking same. Really, I mean, I guess it doesn't get shown in explicit detail in front of an audience question mark do putties count as an audience i don't know yeah absolutely. I, if, th- I think audience is the only thing putties count as yeah so i guess it's not quite in that context but as we'll get into it's not really I mean, the only real difference is you're seeing your mistakes in the third person now but other yeah. than that well i mean that's just that's just when you dream like i've super i've totally watched like my shitty fuck-ups from being a kid like from outside of myself in dreams uh, Man, so, that's some weird shit. <laughs> so I don't. So I was gonna. Zach, you haven't said anything. Do you not have these insecurities? Are you, are you the normie in the room? No, I basically spend most of my waking hours trying to push them deep down inside me. So See, I was hoping we the, could just well, move here's, on. Here's the other thing: is Zach spends most of his time creating new regrets. <laughs> yeah. Also, also, I talk. I tell you guys about all the dumb shit I do, and I mostly tell our listeners about all the dumb shit I do. So it's not like I have that many secrets. So like it's yeah I'm kind of in the same boat. <laughs> it's fine. I got hit by a sign in the face. Yes, <laughs> Zed will show <laughs> me that, that over and over again with added hilarious sound effects, and I'll lose my superpowers. Now and then there was that one time where you dated a pair of twins, and apparently you lived in a cartoon <laughs> world for like a week or some shit. I that was slapped one of the twins weird. on the ass, and it was the wrong one. Yeah, yeah. that did happen. So. <laughs> I do, I do. I like the idea of the mirror of regret adding like cartoon sound effects and and like and dub voiceovers like it's fucking America's funniest. Boy, yo, 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 yo. Oh yeah, Bob Saget narrates the yeah. Nar- yeah, mirror Bob of Saget's regret. Bob Saget narrates the worst moments of your life. <laughs> oh, and apparent, um, and he gets to something that's like super fucking dark, and he can't actually like come up with anything. He's like, uh, that's okay. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, shit, Matt. Are you implying Jesus. that Bob Saget of all people can't come up with a joke for something super dark? Okay, I want Bob Saget to narrate all my childhood traumas. I want to see that happen. Head to the fruit section, kids, because your parents just banana split up. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Now they're still together. (laughs) Also, Mike, holy shit, high five, man. That's some fucking next level dark right there. God damn. Uh, It's a drawing from my own experiences. Anyway, so... (laughs) Um, so anyway, yeah, uh... So, okay, to go back to this plan, this is something that 
okay, do you need confidence to morph in? You clearly do in the that's movie. Kind of that was like the whole thing. Remember the whole uh, crystal of nightmares thing? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. It, it was never explicitly yeah. stated, but like this is not the first time where the plan was we're going to break their confidence and then we'll be able to defeat them. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. Nothing, even if if nothing else, like even if they're still able to morph, like if you can properly like emotionally abuse somebody, they're not going to be effective at fighting you. Right now, like superpowers are none. Okay, so that's fair. Now the other aspect of this is that. The, sh- the episode seems kind of confused about whether or not they're literally just showing him things or if it's magic because and like yeah. it's magically demoralizing him because okay I choose to believe it's they're just showing them sad things from their childhood because it's much funnier it is way. way funnier if it's not like a magic evil curse and it's just like look how much of a dork you were <laughs> and that's it like yeah um also I would like to headcanon that Zed is just Nelson Muntz. Can we do that instead of uh, fucking um, Charlie Brown? That would make me happy. Okay, so, no. so who is Nelson Muntz? He's the kid from The Simpsons who goes, ha ha, when you hurt yourself or whatever. Charlie Brown is funny. Okay, sorry. Fine. So, sticking with so that. I do like that Zed finally found a like plan that properly utilizes Goldar's strengths, which is mocking people. Yes, that's true. That, that is the, be- the thing that Goldar is best at. So we cut down, and uh, to really hit the nail on the head, just in case you weren't paying attention, Adam tells. Does anybody catch his kid's name? Um, low confidence Sean. child. Okay, Adam tells Sean, "Hey, you need confidence to do this stuff. Do you get it? Confidence. It's important. Hold on, let me put it on the whiteboard. C O N. It's the worst kind of thing, though, because." When the kid screws up, Adam doesn't tell the kid what he did wrong like an instructor should do. He just says, come on, man, believe in yourself. Every time. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Why does he fucking do that? Yeah. That's the kid's like, no, I just I don't know. It's like, no, I, it's not a confidence thing. I slipped and fell down. I need teach me how to balance. Do, do me. T- if me you to believe in yourself enough, you will have the balance. Gravity gravity betrayed you because you did not have faith. Oh my god, like, Adam puts this kid on, like, a tightrope 100 feet off the ground with no safety net, and he's like, you just have to believe in yourself. He's like, I don't think I'm ready, and then he steps on it, slips, falls, and dies, and it's like, well, there we go. Adam turns to the camera, just all, and, and, like, he hawks his new book, The Secret, or whatever the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the full title, by the way, The Secret, or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Well, you have to differentiate it for copyright reasons. Right. So, how many fucking health self-help books are there that start with The Secret? <laughs> now I'm morbidly curious. I mean, the big one is just called The, the Secret. Secret. Like, that's... Th- yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... I mean, and a lot of the other ones just copy and replace uh, Secret with Chicken Soup for the Soul. It's... it's Well, yeah, well the, no, the thing with Chicken Soup for the Soul is it's supposed to be, like, feel-good stories. The Secret is, is literally just, like, everything bad or good that happens to you is because of your thoughts. If you think positive thoughts, good things will happen. And it's... It's such the that's absolute the, horseshit. That's uh, the fucking st- one of the stupidest things I've ever heard in my life. My, fa- well, my favorite thing they is, kept it uh, secret. My favorite thing is shortly after that book came out, there was that like big, like really devastating tsunami that hit Japan and fucked with the nuclear reactors and stuff like that. And people asked her, like, "Well, hey, if pe- if people's thoughts like make good things happen, what what's the deal with all this horrible shit that just happened in Japan?" And she just goes, "Well, they must have just had tsunami thoughts." And it's wow, like, Fuck you, I lady. hope that lady gets thrown off a bridge. Anyway, so, okay, 
Let's move on. Well, just, Zach, just give her a bunch of thoughts about getting thrown off a bridge. It'll happen. <laughs> I'll hate her to no, death. No, no, no. Yeah. We're not going with bridge. We're going with hit by a bus, but gets caught in, like, the bumper and dragged around the city <laughs> for, like, 30 Jesus minutes. Jesus Christ, Matt! Holy. So, okay, so we move, uh... She blamed people for dying in a tsunami. Yeah, but it's still a real person who exists. (laughs) Yeah, a terrible shitty person. You know how many decent people die every day? You think we're going to shed a tear over this shit? You're right. Let's move on. So Bulk and Skull come in, and I don't particularly like this this episode's no, Balkan Skull stuff. This episode's Balkan Skull is they act goofy and they don't know karate. Yeah, they basically, they say we want to do karate so we can quote keep up with the power rangers which doesn't even really make sense conceptually they roll around on the mat some and i will say this skull is wearing with his gi a bowler hat and i love that yeah that's There's pretty no good. reason for it it's ridiculous but i, I love mean, it we've kind of seen this a bunch of times the idea that like if it's a karate themed episode bulk and skull have to also be doing karate yeah it's just <sighs> I don't know. It's not as bad oh, as that episode where they invented cockroach kung fu, but it's no, just... that no, that was outright racist. Yeah. Although, I mean, we do get some, we do get that some musical cues in this. They're like, and then the transitions to the bulk and skull theme, and that's pretty bad. Yeah, but, but it's just them like accidentally hitting each other, and it's not very and good. like do, trying to do moves from a how-to karate manual that Skull printed off from a like. <laughs> I do. Printer. I will say I like how to karate that does that did make me laugh like it, <laughs> it just... is it is like three pages long and like is on printer paper like yeah so um you know, you know that that wasn't intended as part of the joke like that's gotta be because the prop department was only given like five cents to make this book okay but okay <laughs> but there's something on the back that's clearly done in like rudimentary word art and it's hilarious so uh at this point the uh, Adam and Sean are like, okay, let's go ahead and go do this outside, and we get a yeah. quick cut to the moon, some gloating. Well, <laughs> I, d- I do want to say, like, because we basically glossed over it in this scene, uh, Rocky and Aisha are just kind of at the juice bar drinking sodas and eating popcorn, because that's what you do in the juice bar, uh, kind of just rooting this kid on. And I just realized it's... Aisha stole Billy's cup. That's rude. Yeah, but it's it's weird that Aisha kind of doesn't have anything better to do with her time than just watch Rocky and Adam do karate lessons. Mike, all anyone in Angel Grove <laughs> does with their free time is watch people do karate. So there's some good Goldar Zed stuff in this episode, by which I mean Goldar being incompetent and Zed yelling at him about it. Uh, and it starts here with Zed being like, I know, we'll use the mirror of regret. And Goldar goes, of course, sir. What is that? <laughs> and Zed's like, uh, it's a window that shows less confident days to someone, and then it shatters their confidence. Also, you're I like stupid. That, I, well, I like that Goldar has gotten so sick of Zed just like making stuff up and then talking about it that he doesn't feel like humoring him anymore. I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like Zed is completely broken, Goldar, because Goldar. Be- Golda was very open about how much he hated Rita's guts in season one. And now he's just, he's just kind of a simpering. He just, he doesn't, he, he folds instantly. Like he's, he's terrified of Zed and he, he, there's no, there's no sass. There's no nothing. It's, it's yeah. depressing. Yeah, it's, it is I, a little I, sad. 
I get the I I guess I got the impression that it's not so much that he's broken, it's that he's just fucking like this is this was his big chance to get a competent like boss for once, and he turned out to be every bit as bad as his last one. So you think he's just, like, just beaten down dog. basically? Yeah, like he just doesn't give a shit enough to like actually get angry anymore. I guess that could be. I like both ways. I don't know. I do miss like super haughty Goldar, but also I feel it would be sort of unrealistic for him to still be that way at this point. <laughs> After just being on the losing team over and over and over again this way. But, okay, at this point, uh, we cut down, we get some more training in the park. Uh, you know, he, he says, Adam is basically like, remember, you know, just because I got picked on and now I'm super strong. You just got to try real hard and practice and let's do these katas. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, when I, so, you know, as a kid, I was really small and I got picked on for that. But then it. Then a teacher ta- taught me karate, and then I could beat up everyone who made fun of me. So, yeah, so just become become really good at punching and kicking people, and then punch and kick them when they say mean things about you, and you'll be fine. So, this, it's really weird the way karate lessons work in in just in this gym and juice bar. So this kid signs up for karate lessons, or presumably his parents signed him up for karate lessons with these two guys. Then, out of nowhere, they just get swapped out for two different guys. And then one of the guys just says, hey kid, you in particular are not very good at this, so I'm going to stick around and work with you one-on-one. And then when some other, like, assholes show up to the gym, it's like, okay, that's okay, kid. We're not going to check with your parents or anything. I'm just going to take you to the park. Just you and me, you're just going to go to the park for a while. And just no one bats an eye at any of this. Look, the permission slip you have to sign to get kids into, like, karate lessons at Angel Grove is incredibly permissive. Yeah. I'm going to assume it's you're basically, like, leasing away their life yeah, I mean, uh, that is traditionally how martial arts are taught. Like, you're signed away to a yeah, teacher. You, uh, you, by signing this contract, you sell your child into servitude uh, of the Sifu, and, like, yeah, I guess. So It's actually just a piece of paper with, like, two lines of dub, two lines on it that says, we, we can beat the shit out of your kid if we want to. <laughs> we can kidnap them. We can do almost whatever by signing you agree to this, and that's just the entire document. And, and toward the bottom of the document are Jason and Zach's names, and they're crossed out in the rocky Yeah, there we go. So at this point, um, we they, they, like, bow to each other, and hooray, we got... Just, we had a great little montage. Then, we cut to the command center, where Alpha is building a giant cannon, <laughs> which big, is pretty great. You know, I approve of this, because they're like, how can we deal with monsters and shit more efficiently? And then they think on it for like half an hour, and they're like, what if we just built a really big fucking gun well, the and other, just shot them with it? The other thing I really like about it is, like, how many times have they introduced some new weapon or, like, new Zords or whatever, and Zordon's just like, hey, so I have these things you can have now. And it's like, well, what the fuck were you just sitting on this for? And for once, we actually see them creating the thing, and, like, they're actually giving continuity to it. Yeah. Does this thing ever show up again? I'm not well, here's, sure. Here's the thing. So I, here's here's the thing. I went to Ranger Wiki, and I know Ranger Wiki, but I went to Ranger Wiki. There's no designated page for the team cannon, but it's it's listed under the the arsenal page of Mighty Morphin, along with a lot of other one shot weapons. But the thing is, the power range, the power cannon keeps being described as this is where it's introduced. Okay. Or this is where it's first well, seen. Well, so the power I, cannon. There's no page that. 
but there's no page that lists like where else it appears. So I honestly don't know if this thing comes back. Well, I... the way the the way the thing is shot, it definitely feels like something they designed <laughs> to be used as like a repeatable stock footage. So, like, so can power I? Weapons hey guys, I know that we talk over each other, but I'm trying to explain. <laughs> this is the Die Ranger finishing move. They they finally yeah. wanted to introduce it so that they could actually use it in the in the footage. Sorry, I'm back. I was dying for like. Okay, okay it's fine. That yeah. would that would actually life. that actually makes a lot of sense because it looks like they're putting like balls. Yeah, into they're it, which they're putting basically the same thing that like the tiger sword uses the right. little chi things. So yeah, this is the die ranger finishing move. Uh, so that's why they they said fuck it. We finally need to get this thing in here. I think it might even be the same prop. They may have gotten it from the the other show. So I can't imagine they would bother making it look exactly the same unless it was just the same. Yeah, that's why I think it's probably actually that prop. So, uh, yeah, it's cool looking. It's a giant fucking bazooka. Like, I like that. <laughs> um, honestly, you know what it looks like? It looks like Iron Man's proton cannon from like- Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, that's a good point. It looks really similar to like the proton cannon. So, um- yeah. Which is cool. So here's here's part of what makes me suspect that it does come back- is in the Ranger Wiki entry for it, it says it takes at least three Rangers to operate. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how you would have that stat unless it appears again. I'm sure it comes back, because it, it means that they can, even though they can't show them fighting the Die Ranger monsters, at least they can show it getting killed. So, like, yeah, I'm sure it does. But in any case, again, we cut back up, Goldar se- or, uh, Zed's like, okay, now go do the thing, take some putties, Bye. Uh, no, no, he, Goldar, Goldar's like, yeah, okay, gets up, and then before he even has a chance to walk away, Zed's like, well, what are you waiting for, a doggy treat? Yeah, yeah, so, again- yeah. He, he just, he brushes Goldar aside his head, like, go, 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 go. Yeah, it's pretty go. great. Get out of here. Uh, at this point, we get a cut down to, uh, Earth, the park, and I don't know why I said Earth, that sounded weird. Oh, yeah, it's the Zed, park. Zed also, like, as we cut away, Zed also gives a, like- uh, quote to the camera. He's just like, "Oh, it's so hard to get good." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Days. They're really setting up like some Goldar Zed strife in this episode. Uh, it's a little weird. Um, also, Zed talks to the camera a lot. I guess I love that, and I wish there was more of it. It's not the I first talking- time. Yeah, I want t- I want no, regular talking head segments with Zed. <laughs> so we have a f- uh, also Zach. I do want to say, like, you felt weird about calling it. Earth instead of the park. Are are you suspecting that the park is not on no, Earth? No, it's just I've done this I mean, like that, eighty that times, and I always too, say the park. Well, well <laughs> that wouldn't be also, too far fetched from our our theories thus far. I mean, well, let's be real. I I would posit that calling the park Earth is fairly accurate, as the park makes up ninety percent of the Earth. <laughs> it's infinite. How can it be a specific percentage? Well, because infinity, you can always have more infinity. So, like, there's 10% of the Earth that's not part of the infinite park, and the other 90% is all of existence. You know what? Sure. Why not? Fuck it. <laughs> it's a thinker. Sure. <laughs> so, sure. okay. At this point, um, we we get Goldar comes down. There's a putty see, fight. I like the way this is. I like the way this is framed because we don't actually see Goldar get down. Where, like, the shot begins on Adam's duffel bag, and it pans out to show Goldar already standing behind him. Do we see Goldar get up to get down, though? That's my question. No? Okay, uh. let's move on. <laughs> so- no, I, I love it, because Goldar is standing perfectly still with all the putties lined up behind him. 
like single just, okay, file. Guys, sh- 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 and just, when we get yeah, there, when we get there, stay quiet. He's gonna it. turn around. It's gonna be so great. <laughs> Uh, surprise there. so so at this point uh we have a putty fight adam's three day into this three days into this job and he's already not surprised when goldar is just there to fuck with him. yeah um we get our our putty fight he does fine but then he gets grabbed by two putties who hold him loosely it's, it's a really fun fight though i do want to say because we get we get some old school season one tommy action with him fighting with this bag which is great and it's also worth noting, like, again, he just started being a Power Ranger, and he's already fighting putties, like, seven on one. Yeah. I mean, he, he was a ninja before he was a Power Ranger, Yes, so. it's important and to remember his ninja abilities. However, there is, there is, I feel we'd be remiss if we didn't, like, specifically call out the tug-of-war scene, where all of the putties are pulling on this bag, trying to get it away from Adam. <laughs> yeah. So, so, the loose putty hold... It is has always been sort of uh, funny to me because you know they'll they'll fight viciously and then like two putties will grab him and like kind of gently hold his arms and he it is inescapable. It happened to Tommy maybe, all the time. Maybe, like maybe the uh, human equivalent of the putty Z is the okay. Gotcha. Um, but in any case, for whatever reason, he can't escape, and Goldar starts starts showing him. Uh, the mirror of regret, which is looks like a fucking like, it looks like an artifact from a Cthulhu story. Like it's kind of. Creepy. I was gonna say it looks like an artifact from an antique shop. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's got all these That's like probably where it came from. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of creepy to me. It lo- it wouldn't look out of place in like a Tim Burton movie or something like that. So so I have a question. If the putties can just hold them, grapple them like this, why doesn't why doesn't like a Goldar or like a third putty just walk up and start stabbing them in the kidneys? <laughs> that would be way too easy, and you know that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It wasn't the plan. Like, Zed didn't specifically say stab the Black Ranger. Yeah, he and just Goldar. Show him the mirror. I feel like Goldar ha- one doesn't give enough about a sh- of a shit to like think outside the box, and two realizes that's, that that's not thinking outside the box. It's just it's literally hold the guy down. Stab him repeatedly until he stops screaming and bleeding. Done. That's, 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 but that's not the plan, and going outside the parameters of what Zed told him to do is only going to get him yelled at. Yeah, remember that so. Zed had his most powerful weapon ever ready, and then he blew all of its energy because he had decided, God damn it, that he was going to blow up this planet, and he did not care about the ramifications. So, uh, at this point... He starts seeing in the mirror. So I, I really like how Goldar introduces this. He pulls out the mirror and just says, "Behold the truth." Yeah, that's fucked. Actually, <laughs> so, that's a good point. So we make it. So it's it's set up so that like Adam's going to see all of his deepest, darkest regrets throughout his life. Apparently, yes. all of his deepest, darkest regrets, every single one, relate to him not making the soccer team one time. Now, yeah. now here's yeah. the deal: <laughs> it relates to a kid not making the soccer team, but that kid is wearing a blue shirt, so I doubt. Clearly that not, Adam. Adam. Yeah, good point. But like his, it, his his deep dark secret was remembering that Billy didn't make the soccer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. He he's got he starts seeing this kid making fun of him for being bad at soccer, basically. 
That is the big yeah. thing. The and and Goldar that, is acting like he is showing him that he killed a child once because Goldar is like, "You can't escape your past. It will always now, catch to up fair, to you." That was a pretty hum- that had to have been pretty humiliating because he's literally the only kid who doesn't get picked. That's true. Every single like, other child, every other kid runs off to play soccer, and he just walks off dejectedly. <laughs> I do. Love All right, the fact children. That the new name of the team is the No Adams Club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Hey kids, what's the name of the shittiest, crappiest, wimpiest athlete? The answer is Adam. You suck, Adam. <laughs> you suck. And then the coach is just like pointing at him, screaming at him from the sidelines. Yeah. <laughs> All right, break time, kids. It's time for uh, orange slices, some water out of the jug, and okay. making fun of Adam. I want to point out that all of this actually happens before the putties restrain him. For this first scene, Adam is standing there completely unrestrained watching this. And he's just like, uh, you can't... Uh, you can't intimidate me, Goldar. Watching this isn't going to affect me. And then the putty's going to grab him. Right. But, but like, seriously, all of Adam's apparently deepest childhood fears and bullshit from his past are the fact that he got roasted real hard because he sucked at yeah. soccer. So, so he's it. losing his confidence. It's killing him. He's dying inside. Uh, we cut back to the, um, the Jim and Juice bar where... Uh, Skull got some new glasses, which I don't understand at all. They're absolutely baffling. They look super. They're it's like a flat strip, but then it has like they're they're mind boggling. I can't figure out what they are. It looks kind of like small circular glasses, but it doesn't really look like the ones you're used to. They're super when, when weird. When he turns his head, it looks like there might be things sticking out of like them. Like into not, his eye sockets? It's really weird No, looking. like outward. Oh, okay, okay gotcha. you, guys, like, you guys actually skipped a scene um, when we cut to the moon, and Zed's like, okay, well, we now that he's taken care of, well, let's focus on the others. And... Like zooms into what? Oh yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, I, I did miss that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like, he says he says he wants a monster that's going to laugh at his victims. Yes, that's the deal. Which is convenient because uh, Wimpy Kid uh, has a picture of a hyena in some school book. Yeah, he is. Yes, Wimpy Kid on loan from Diary of. He was studying, and Ernie is like, "Hey, er-, he's trying to cheer him up," and he's like, "Hey, Ernie, wh- or hey, Sean, or whatever his name is, show me some moves that Adam showed you uh, to try to cheer him up," because Ernie's a good guy. He does some moves, and then Bulk and Skull are like, man, maybe we should go practice, because he got good. The, the idea, they were already practicing. They get the idea that maybe practicing outside was the secret. Right, of course, because that's what happened. It, it couldn't be that a, a fucking karate master taught him. It must be that he was outside. That makes sense. Um so Zed sees this hyena and is like, I'll make that into a, a monster. <laughs> I like the Let's idea clear, that Zed was the- watching this entire scene, <laughs> yeah. and like- He's just like Let's- watching a kid do karate at a couple of dumb bullies. Like, um. So then he makes a hyena skeleton monster, and I almost pooped my pants. Well, so <laughs> Zach, you just kind of said so. There's this hyena. Like you didn't explain why. why there's there's a, hyena, a hyena picture of hy of a hyena in his school book in Sean's school yeah, book. Yeah, the kid wimpy. Yeah, wimpy kid has a textbook. He was. I guess he was doing some studying before. Ernie told him to show him the moves. He was doing his homework in his karate gi, which is a little weird. Eh. I mean, if he's, I mean, if he's already like in his gi for practice or whatever, what's he gonna change yeah. to read a book? It's not that weird. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd do the same thing in his circumstance. It's probably fairly comfortable. Yeah, those are those are real, so, like, real loose fitting. It's nice. So then there's a, a hyena monster, and I again, so I shit I, myself, myself. I shit my pants. So because I have two my things to now. say about this. Uh huh. Um, one is he doesn't just zap the picture; he takes the whole book. Oh, that's true. Yeah, 
And two, he names the fucking thing Skellerina. Yeah, you know, like a hyena. Like how you would name a hyena. It doesn't look so anything a like skeleton, a hyena, by the way. So it's part skeleton, part hyena? It looks more like a skeleton version of Anubis. Like, it's... Well, oh, wait, 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 sorry. It's a skeleton hyena. That makes sense. <sighs> God damn it. Anyway. It's a Jack Skellington. I find it... Um, uh, so I like how none of us have given a shit about the Zach's admission that he has. It's really fans. scary, it's like, and y'all are ignoring me, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> Because it's honestly not that scary. <laughs> it looks because like it I'm looks not... like a decoration you'd put up in front of your porch for Halloween. Uh, that's like motion I, activated and does a shitty I, laugh every time somebody I, I'm, walks past. I'm, it. I'm not. I'm not eight years old well, anymore. I, it's, it's not I guess, scary. I guess on this admission that I'm actually eight. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. break i went and watched that music video that zach described as terrible and it's not it's it's nothing special yeah i mean it's it's just kind of every 90s song i guess like it, 90, it was i enjoyed it type thing so yeah, clearly fine. clearly zach needs to give us an example of what you know a good rap song would be and record his own music video <laughs> oh, yeah sure hey hold on can we talk I, about actually, the fact that we hold got on, a luke hold on hold on no, we got a luke I, uh, oh we want... got a luke but hold on before we introduce okay. luke or some no, shit cuz that's not important yeah no it's not important Zach, can you name any 90s rap song that's not made by Eminem Oh, oh my actually, god you know Zach, well, hold on Jesus. i know a lot of 80s and a lot of corns. 2000s I'm actually not sure of that much 90s stuff. Like any Biggie Smalls or Tupac song. Come on. Okay, I don't know that much of. Oh, no. <laughs> Dr. Dre. You can't like touch this. Anything. Zach, you knew who Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch were. Well, okay, can't touch here's the this. Thing. It's not Zach from the is, 90s. Yeah, it's here's from 1990. That's not. Oh, my God. Only God can judge me. Like <laughs> notorious thugs. Like fucking. Ready to die. I'm sorry that I'm this. I'm sorry I'm Fuck, this white. Dude. You are on a Power Rangers podcast. I'm. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not sure all those were from. Now I'm going to look it up. I'm going to mute myself and look this up because now I'm really curious. Do the episode in the next five minutes without me. Okay. okay. <laughs> anyway. anyway, hey Luke. Hi. hi. How are you? Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's move on. Luke, do you have anything you want to say about the first half of this episode before we get rolling? Nope. <laughs> okay, great. Have you watched this episode? Nope. Okay. <laughs> so it, we, just so you're just so you're caught up, uh, Goldar is showing Adam a mirror that's showing him his like embarrassing moments from his childhood, and it's going to make him like lose his self confidence or something. That is literally the most evil plan any of these people have ever done. We thought you might enjoy that one, actually. <laughs> so yeah, so we cut well, to the now, command hold on center. A now I know I'm coming in late, so maybe I'm repeating some jokes. Please stop me if so. Have we gone through what you guys would see in the mirror? Um, I mean, just 
me asking out every girl that I asked out sure, and them saying, sure. so, ha, 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 no, and then so me crying I, a little. The, the, the biggest thing about Zach is he would be basically seeing a real-time feed of his life. Right, that oh. makes sense. Oh, wow. I was going to make okay. that same joke except about myself. So. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> also, I'm back, hi, yeah, all the songs I named were from the mid-90s. Okay. The cool. latest was um, Notorious Thugs in 97. Good, good job. Yeah, um, I did remember the other day because I think everyone has those moments where they remember something from childhood and they're like, "Oh God, what's wrong with me?" And I've <laughs> yeah. shared a lot yep. of those on Total. No, that that happens constantly, and that's yeah. why it's an evil plan. Right, right. Uh, uh, so yeah, uh, well, I was just gonna say I did remember at the end of sophomore year. <laughs> may as well just share this one because it was the one I just remembered the other day. It was the last day of school, and the. My first period teacher, who I did not like, was talking, and I got up and put a CD. I burned it home into his CD player and hit play, and it was "Schools Out for Summer" by Alice Cooper. <laughs> wow, excellent! Does anybody have any really choice ones that aren't just like the standard uh, dopey shit that you did in high school because you were a dork? Wait, I got mean- really angry and threw a table at a kid once. Oh, jeez. How did you do that? Were you the Hulk? Did you lose your superpowers? Uh, no, just... I was mean, it a very light table? <laughs> I, no, not really. I mean, I was just I was just pissed. I mean, I was a tuba player, so I could lift a lot. That's a... Like, that's a lot, though. <laughs> I threw a table? Like, okay, cool. Wait, what did he do? Um, I don't remember, actually. <laughs> okay, great. I'm sure he deserved it. <laughs> So what are we talking about? Just uh, if you did things. anything, what if you were in this episode? What would the mirror show you? I don't think I should talk about the shit the mirror. Okay, would show yeah, me. that makes sense. <laughs> um. So in any case, uh, we've got we cut to the command center, and Alpha is still working on the power cannon, and by working on it, I mean he's shooting a green laser at it. Um. And then we, uh, Zordon's like, cool, this'll be great. You, it shoots good. <laughs> a monster shows up, the alarm goes off. Alpha's like, oh, the Rangers. Oh. And then now Zordon is like, Zed is trying to shatter Al- uh, Adam's confidence. Did, that didn't bother you 10 seconds ago? Like, I don't understand. Do, does the alarm in the command center feed? Zordon information when it happens. I don't. So don't. We can't go down this road. So <laughs> we we can't hear on the same frequency Zordon can. All we hear is an alarm blaring. But what Zordon is hearing is a very fast stream of information. Okay, so it's like super fast speed uh, uh, Morse code. Sure. Okay. Um. So yeah, the there's a monster. Uh, Alpha's like, okay, what do we do? Well, how about you get the Power Rangers, the superheroes that work for us? Why don't you go do that? <laughs> um, and then, uh, they summon everybody except Adam. The other Which, Rangers wait, are like- why, why couldn't they have just teleported Adam to the command center too and, like, solved this problem immediately? I mean, we're gonna get to that in a second, because, uh, they all ask where Adam is- 
uh, Zordon explains what's happening. He says that they're using a spell on the mirror, which was not made clear earlier. Before it was just like, he's seeing things he did that were embarrassing. Wait, Aww. Zach, did you think it was a technology they were using to like some of these images from the past? Or No, I literally, what I'm saying is, no, Zordon is saying the spell is undermining his confidence, not... Not that it's just he's remembering that he did dorky things. I mean, Zordon just said Zed is using a spell with the mirror. That could mean a lot of things. I guess that's true. Can we talk about some of the choice looks of the rangers that just showed up in the command center here? Okay. Uh, Let's let's start from least to, to, to most, I guess. So Billy's got these big old fucking brown shorts. And like I'm, I'm not saying brown. Like oh, they're ca- they're khaki. No, they're like a burlap dark brown. And I don't yeah. know what's going on there. Uh, Tommy's got a giant fucking white headband. Tommy's is- got his poison slash white snake outfit on again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then Kimberly has a backwards pink baseball cap. Okay, oh, this Kimberly. cap is not just pink. This cap is neon. Like it is emitting its own light. She looks like she's trying to play eight. Instead of trying to play 16, like she looks like she's attempting to look like a, a very small child by using this hat. In fairness, it's, it's kind of been her main fashion choice from the beginning. I guess that's true. I also like Aisha's like cowgirl vest. That's a cool vest. And like uh, Rocky it's not new is for her, but it's good. And Rocky is just wearing an expression of complete bafflement at everything around him. And some acid wash jeans. Uh, yeah, so. At this point, um, they exp- he explains, no, see, the problem is that he's uh, being tormented by this spell. Also, he has to deal with it by himself because... <laughs> because it's Zordon. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, no one is ever allowed to help each other in this show about teamwork and friendship. <laughs> is, are, so is Zordon doing like a the weak will perish, the strong will thrive sort of thing I here? think so, yeah. That's but fucked up, actually. The Holy implication shit. is supposed to be that since it's a thing about self-confidence, like, the only way he can overcome it is by himself, by believing in himself and, like, right. rejecting the, like, the idea that he's not worth anything, which... That's I, a consistent thing. Like, you know, the, the, the cure to the fear spell is to just stop being afraid. The yeah. cure to the confidence spell is to just be confident and so on yeah, and so forth. Like, right, like the we'll cure to being this, poor this is to stop being poor. Like that, yeah. I, I've, <laughs> I've, read the, I've read the Republicans' manifesto. Oh, God. Zordon's Wait, only so advice ever is just get over it. Is Zordon a, a member of the GOP? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like, so, so the Zordon wanted the morphers to originally just be bootstraps that they have to pull up for themselves. <laughs> Magical bootstraps. <laughs> okay, so in, in any case, Zordon has a line that I think is really bad slash funny, which is Zed is using a monster that a, a laughing monster to attack Angel Grove, just as Goldar is mocking Adam. Did yes. you get it? Did you get the theme? No. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> I Can lo- you they- explain it to me in explicit detail right now, please? <laughs> Yeah, so in any case, so um there Tommy got- literally butts himself into into the scene to like awkwardly say it's morphing time. Yeah, he just like, like, Yeah, Tommy has not camera. spoken so far in this episode, by the way, which is kind of weird yeah. for It's also weird he doesn't just say it's morphing time. He's like, "Guys, 
it's morphing time. I just, I just love it because <laughs> like, he's not announcing it to the camera. He's telling the other Rangers that it's morphing time. Also, the like way they this is know. shot just com- continues to reinforce the um, impression we're getting of Aisha because Aisha is fully in frame, and Tommy like yeah. walks in front of <laughs> yeah, her, in front of her. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That's pretty good. So, also, the viewing globe just showing the monsters just running around, just not even like really attacking people, more just like kind of being a dick. I guess he's like slapping somebody. Yeah, he like so, he, he scares some some Japanese school children, and that's about it. <laughs> so, uh, when I, you know, listener, you know this show at this point. So I hope you know that when I point out how obvious it is that the they're cutting their um, stitching together footage. That means it's really bad. So because me watching this putty scene is that they we've talked about this before, too, I think. But they're creating so much original footage at this point that the original idea of like repurposing Sentai footage has just gone out the window. They're just making their own show. They didn't even bother in this one to find a location that matched. The monster is in a like grassy like park like area with trees and stuff behind it the rangers are in a like brown field with like hills behind them yeah it's the question the question at some points becomes like how much money are you actually saving by using like two minutes of sentai footage actually quite a bit because they don't have to create monster costumes like yeah that's the only thing i can get away with just using the putty outfits that they already have because otherwise, like you said, uh, Luke, it's like 95% original footage at this point. Like, this putty fight is is pretty long and pretty involved, and the monster just, like, occasionally it'll just co- cut over to the monster going like, I'm also here still, remember? Right. And, <laughs> and that's it. Like... There's no reason yeah. for the monster to be there, even really. It does. It's yeah. It's weird. Yeah. the The Rangers' one and only interaction with them is when it, when they kill it later, and that's that's it. Other than that, the monster will keep like just mocking them, like to, to try and tie into the, like the theme, I guess, of this monster. Yeah, except at that's them a all bunch. any of the monsters do because they can't physically interact with anyone. Yeah. Right. So, now, there are some things to, to say about this putty fight. I have a question. Um, is sure. this a new, like, audio track for fights? Because I don't... No, it's not. I don't really five recognize it, and the lyrics make no sense. Uh, 541's been around. It's it's supposed to be, like, a, like, all for one, one for all saying. The five well, for almost one. almost all for one, yeah, and it's, one it's for all almost all. all the five for all. one, which... Which is great because it means that the song was written back before the Green Ranger was introduced. Right, the way, problem way back in the being beginning. that there's been six of them since like episode eighteen. So there have been yeah. six Power Rangers more often than there have been five. Yeah, uh, but um, so there's some great things about this. At one point, there's this kind of ridiculous shot about of Aisha like falling down some like a pile of sand or something. Yeah, and yeah, it's just that a, a close up of her butt for several seconds, and I don't know why it's there. I mean. But just because butts, Zach. But what? This is totally spies. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so at this point, uh, th- there's a fight. It's fine. I-, I mean, I don't know. It's actually pretty well, good. It's a fun yeah, putty it's, fight. It's fun. There's another funny bit I like where uh, Aisha and Kimberly punch a putty, and then it falls over into the pile of sand, and then they do the like whole claymation breakup thing when it dies, 
and it leaves like a putty snow angel in the dirt. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind like, of that, like that, unsettling. That putty got raptured after it got murdered. Is basically <laughs> what happened. Like it, it's pretty weird. That's because that's never on, happened before. On. Wait, what? what did you say happened to the putty? It got raptured. Do putties go to heaven when they die? All oh, putties wow. go to heaven. heaven. Yeah, we. <laughs> I feel like yeah, we posited this all the way back in like episode nine or something. Yeah, there was a whole discussion about whether or not putties had souls. Well, I think that might have been the name of the episode. Actually, <laughs> let me check our archive. Well, fuck me for forgetting something that happened like a million trillion. Oh no! Years like, yeah. listen, that's gonna happen. We've been doing this shit long enough. It's okay. No, uh, I mean it is, and also I forget basically everything we talk about about forty minutes after recording. So <laughs> right. So we we cut back now to uh, the command center. Yep, there it is. Teenagers with Attitude, episode eleven. All putties go to heaven. Oh, nice, jeez. Yeah, Thank God. <laughs> uh, so Al, uh, I like that we made the same joke back then too. <laughs> yeah. So Zordon is like, okay, now send. How about now you send them the giant bazooka cannon that we just built? We cut back down to Adam, who is watching uh, uh, these horrible things. And then suddenly, and this is never explained. <laughs> okay, I, what I think is supposed to be happening is that Goldard, I guess, as like the final blow to his confidence, and above all else, here's like how bad of a teacher you are. Here's how shitty that kid you were teaching is doing. Yeah, he cuts to and a real time feed without checking in on it first. Well, yeah. no, be- that can't be what's happening because he cuts to Sean uh, practicing. And he looks down and goes, wait, how did that get in there? <laughs> like, Goldar is confused about how this image got in his mirror uh, because it gives Adam confidence No, back. he says, what's this? He's doing well. Oh, oh no. okay. I thought he said, how did that, that get no, in there? No, he also, also does says that. say that, yes. Okay, yeah. gotcha. But uh, his, his, the, the thing is, he thought that maybe he could still show that kid struggling, which... I don't know how Goldar knew about any of that, but whatever. I mean, that's a very Goldar gambit of, I'm going to assume that things are really shitty and just, like, roll with it. Oh, man, the Goldar gambit is a good name for something. I don't know what exactly. I'll have to figure if, if out If only something. there was something you had to come up with a name for <laughs> in the near future. Yeah, I mean, you know. So, anyway. I don't know what we're referring to. I'm, I'm as lost as, like, the list. Just don't worry about it. Okay. It's fine. So, at this point, we have uh, uh, Adam gets his confidence back. He beats the shit out of some more putties. He actually does a couple cool karate moves. And then Goldar's like, whoops, fucked up, bye. <laughs> yeah, and he's doing this unmorphed as well, and it's been established that the Rangers, particularly Billy, had some trouble fighting the putties, like three of them while morphed, and he fights like half a dozen of them and just kicks the ever-holy so that's shit the, That's the thing, like, they often fight the putties unmorphed and do just fine. Like, putties are highly variable in their, like, threat level. Yeah, and they're made out sure. of clay. I can buy that they are literally variable in their threat level. Yeah, well, we you... we actually talked about that recently. I think on an episode you missed about the idea that um, Zed is reusing the putties. Like when they explode, he patches no, them I was back here together. For that. Oh, yeah, yeah he was here. I, oh wait, I... shit! What happens to like the defective putties with like cracked arms and legs? Well, that's are they the thing. Still, like like right. alive? Yeah, like they just stitch them back together and send them back down, which is why some of them are huge chumps. You know, there was that episode where we found out that there was, like, a, a certain kind of putty that you, you needed to make super putties. Do you right. think just the quality of the clay is highly variable and yeah. sometimes they get really bad ones? Yeah, like, if I they get a bunch of that. gravel in it or whatever, it's going to be real weak. Makes sense. 
<laughs> just as much as anything in this fucking stupid show does. So, uh, Adam gets his confidence back. Zordon, uh, contacts him and is like, hey, that's cool. Good job. Now, please go over to this other place where you need to hold a heavy thing for a couple seconds. <laughs> because what they do is he teleports to where the other rangers are, morphs, and okay, then. So, go ahead. Um, I really like the implication here that before he left, he st- uh, called Zordon back. He's like, okay, hold on, Zordon. Uh, what's the monster like this week? I-, I need to come up with a really cool one-liner to like lay out when I show up. So <laughs> a just- really cool one-liner. I mean, that's what he wanted. Okay. And what do we get? <laughs> Joel? Um, he says Please the joke's over, Bone Brain. Sorry, yeah, Netflix yeah, okay, thank you. Me. No, that's fine. Uh, so, but no, yeah, I just like he, that he had that in the he had that in the bank when he showed up. Like, oh, you're saying like, because he hasn't actually seen the monster, right. so okay, that makes sense. Gotcha. So, but what's great is when Adam shows up, Tommy flips over to him for no reason. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, boy, Adam, I'm glad you're here. This skelerine is tough. With the skelerine that we have totally been fighting this entire time, and by fighting, I mean like kind of just dancing ar- near. In, like, the general vicinity. God, I am picturing the wide frame shot of that happening, of him just flipping into frame to say, hey, man. <laughs> so really good. Everybody crosses arms and, like, sparks so, come out so of their gloves. Tommy, Tommy, just, Tommy just yells, okay, team, get ready to receive the power cannon. At no point have Alpha or Zorda told anyone about the power cannon. Tommy just I, knows. I, I, wait, I guess they saw it when they came into the command center. Like, it was in a corner somewhere. And yeah, they, which is I mean, disappointing because, like, the whole idea was Zordon and Alpha were going to surprise them with it, and then whoops. Yep, well, you know, last yeah. time they tried to surprise them, they got the White Ranger. Or no, the last time they tried to surprise them, they just didn't tell them who their new teammates were going to be for no reason. Right. So, uh, so yeah, the they, they get this giant fucking cannon, and... I love this thing. It's got, like, a dragon mouth. It's super cool Right, you looking. have to load it with billiard balls. Yeah, and it's also like this. It's apparently everybody like loads the balls that are based on their color, except Billy and, and Adam don't. Yeah, for no it's no just, particular it's reason. It's just yellow charge, pink charge, white charge, red charge, and that's it. Yeah, uh, and then they shoot it, which was funny because apparently they didn't need Adam at all. By the way, if they didn't need they, his they, charge, well, so and then they they like plug a bunch of things in, and then it cuts to Billy just going, "What a cool device!" Like he's yeah. trying to sell it. <laughs> Yeah. Right. You should yeah. go out and, and buy this says, at your local oh, and toy store. It's in the store. nick of time too. Like, like Billy and Kimberly remembered that neither of them had really had any lines yet. Yeah, it's sure. Straight up toy commercial. Yep. Yep. Very much. So it, uh, they actually they shoot- make a toy of this because I don't remember ever seeing it. I don't know. I will say when they fire it, I love the way the actors like stumble backwards. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like the, the ricochet of on this it, yeah. gun is nuts. And I mean, in fairness, his name. This thing really is like. A cannon. Yeah, like, I mean, it's as it's, it's like, big it's, as, it's, like, like, it takes all five people to hold it. It is yeah, a six-person bazooka. Yeah. Yeah, the thing about this is this thing is, like, the kind of cannon that you'd see in, like, the Civil War, the type that where you have, like, a frame right. to sure. support it when you're firing it. But they just the all hold it. The recoil is absurd. Yeah. 
by the way, there was a toy. So yes, uh, there yeah. was, and you one. can own it for one hundred and nineteen ninety five plus seven ninety five shipping. Well, I assume well, they don't better, make better it hurry anymore. up though, because there's only one left in stock. You better order soon. Yeah. Um. So this thing blasts the fuck out of the monster. It's super oh, bad. Okay, it actually fires five power balls. So yes, apparently, it's it like a fucking Nerf gun. Yep, right, that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's it, and it shows the the images of like them all the balls like changing into one ball after they're fired and then blowing the monster up. It's pretty cool. Uh, Adam high fives Aisha, which is pretty cool. Also, uh, so yeah. much for don't escalate. Holy shit! His yeah. his one liner, by the way. Now that my, that now that's my idea of a joke with a serious punchline. Good job, Adam. Fuck and then man. Aisha high fives him. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be what he's shown in the mirror next time. This yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give them credit for this though. To the Power Rangers and the Zordon and Alpha, their plan for this episode was build a big fucking gun. Shoot the monster with it until it dies. Yeah, yeah. which is which is just do that every they time. Which is what Matt always advice. wants. Shoot them they with the did gun. Finally, take my advice, and I'm so happy about it. Yeah, like they didn't even need as like Zed couldn't even like grow the monster as a last minute like cheat. Like yeah, it's like time to grow the monster. Oh wait, it's fucking dead because it got shot with an exploding cannonball and blew it to fucking pieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Yeah. So I hope the Rangers oh, well, don't I'll, do that. I'll blame. Literally. I'll blame my. Uh, I'll blame mm-hmm. everyone else. The hopeless bunion brains. Yeah, and I hope the Rangers don't do this literally every single time I send down a monster because then I would never get anything accomplished. Oh yeah, he he specifically threatens to have Squat and Babu stuffed and mounted on the wall, even though they were completely Jeez. not involved yeah. with any of it. Yeah, this. no, it's he's <laughs> yeah. mad. He's but real then mad. Uh, then Goldar walks in, and Squat and Babu are actually really excited that Goldar's going to get punished because Squat just goes like, "Oh boy, I bet he's going to turn Goldar into a soup can," and I mean. Yeah, having to spend the rest of your days full of soup sounds like a waking nightmare to me. <laughs> yeah, so. I, we know you have shitty, awful, horrible taste in food. What? Anything else you want to share with the rest of the class? <laughs> so, um, Zed- the soup can line, because I'm a nerd, made me think of Team Fortress 2. Oh, I mean, there are worse games to think of in that situation, <laughs> honestly. Don't look too far into that statement. <laughs> so, so now, Zed- no. What? What other games would the soup can line remind you of? <laughs> Fallout 3, because you can stuff it into the rocket launcher and kill people with soup cans. Next question. <laughs> Good answer. So, so Zed demands Goldar explain how things went wrong, and Goldar yeah. gets two words into his explanation, and Zed says, no, shut up, you brass-plated baboon. Yeah, uh, can I point out that uh, the two things that we thought uh, Goldar might be when we first started were a uh, a, a wolf and an ape man, and at the beginning he says he's going to give Goldar a doggy treat, and then he calls him a baboon. So, way to continue the confusion for small children. Thank you. Um, what if he's a dog monkey? He, I, no, he's not a monkey at all. He's just a dog man, isn't he? I, no, he's. I still think he's at least partially based on flying monkeys. Oh God, it's. So I need confusing. so okay. I'm gonna make a deep pull here. Uh, back when they were doing like the, the like teach evolution in schools trial, like the scopes trial, whatever. There was that song, "Don't Make a Monkey Out of Me." I uh-huh. want the Goldar cover of that. Joel, you have a new <laughs> song to do. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> 
So, so, but yeah, I love that Zed demands an explanation. Goldar starts to give one, and then he says, "No, shut up." When I want pathetic excuses from you, I'll feed them to you myself. Yeah, like there's a lot of Zed shitting on Goldar on this episode. Like he always does, but it's all extended in this. Like he gets. Like, a- I know we have a weird soft spot for Goldar on this show, but I really start to feel sorry for him <laughs> after a while. Yeah, he's giving so- him a lot of crap. I'm sure this is just bad video quality, but um, when he's like when he's yelling at Goldar for a little bit, it cuts over to Goldar, and there's like this weird goldish like film over it. And I really want to believe that they finally remembered that they said Zed could change color based on his emotions. And right, like, that would be great. That's definitely not yeah. what happened. <laughs> I yeah. just want like, do you remember when Goldar was so excited to have Zed instead of Rita? Yeah, yeah, we we I touched do. on this a little bit uh, yeah. in the first part. Like, yeah, he was he was just so happy, and boy, that didn't yeah. work out. <laughs> Did not pan out for him. Yeah, so he got he got someone who's every bit as incompetent as his last boss, but way like harsher on him. I don't know. Rita used to literally hit him with her staff. So yeah, but she didn't emotionally abuse him. <laughs> so you're saying that's worse? Absolutely, it's worse. Okay. I don't, I don't know, know that I worse. agree. It's definitely bad. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I agree that Lady, emotional abuse is worse than physical Zach, abuse. sticks and stones can break my bones, okay. but words can destroy me forever. Okay, gotcha. That's the saying. Guys, yeah. we, we need to find Goldar a good home. Kid, <laughs> kid, kids, kids, in, the in, in your neighborhood, there are, there are hundreds of Goldars that are, being, that are being neglected that need your help. Go to your local shelter and adopt a Goldar yourself. Please, this Goldar needs his forever home. Help him find a nice place to live the rest of his life. A place where he can taunt Power Rangers forever. <laughs> I would adopt a Goldar. Fuck, I want one. <laughs> so, okay. At this point, uh, we we cut that back to the Jim and Juice bar. Um, and the most unrealistic thing in all of Power Rangers happens, which is that... Uh, the Sean displays that he is now good at karate and the bully comes over to tell him, I'm sorry, I was wrong to do the thing that I no. did. <laughs> Zach, Zach, this what? is incredibly realistic. Is it? Because this kid was mean to this other kid because he thought that he was going to hold the team back. And now that he's good, he's like, oh, well, I guess I apologize now. Because like, yeah, this kid, yeah, this kid is just this kid is just like, OK, well, you fixed your problem. So I'm cool with you now. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna be a lot less generous about it. This kid only cares about winning. Oh, gotcha. So, sure. Like so, now that this well, okay, the shitty kid is doing well now. Right. That's fine. Right. Which you, is a great. You start lesson. being shitty again. I'm gonna start bullying you again. Right. Don't you fucking no, absolutely. doubt it. Like the lesson for the kids here is if somebody hates you for something, um, fix that fucking problem so they'll stop hating yeah. you. Yeah. Capitulate to their demands every time. Also, fucking the little wimpy kid is way nicer than I would have been in this situation. If that fat kid had been like, hey, you can be on my team anytime, I'd be like, yeah, I bet I can because you'll need someone to carry your worthless fat ass. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck out of here. God, man. Yep, that's what they say. Fight bullies with bullies. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Look, I'm not proud of that, but I'm not fronting and pretending I wouldn't do that in that (laughs) situation. Throw out here that. 
we here at Teenagers of Attitude embrace an attitude of body positivity. Yeah, yes, yes it's that, true. As as an overweight person, I don't endorse what Matt just said. No, you don't have to, and nor should you. <laughs> I'm not saying that's right. It's actually pretty Here's explicitly the thing. Like, wrong. If you wanna, if you wanna but... shit on that kid for being an asshole and like, oh, like. Like treating people who he doesn't think are good enough at fucking karate like dirt, like absolutely, like that kid's a that kid has a trash attitude, but like he probably can't help how he looks. <laughs> Don't be well, a I mean, spike. I, we're go- we're going off the it. fact that this does, like we mentioned it earlier before you got here, Luke. But this this show did what just about like countless kid shows have done before it, which is just the the fat kid bully archetype. I, I mean, okay, I don't know this, why you're. You said this that before, and I really don't. I can't think of any other fat kid bullies other than Bulk. I mean, I, a lot of them are just one shot characters. Okay. I defy you to think of a an overweight character in popular American media that is not either stupid or mean. I guess. I mean, I know that they get shit. I'm just trying to think of bullies that are overweight. I guess Nelson well, from Santa Claus. Is yeah. Santa Claus a bully? Oh, you were saying the They're answer saying to the his... counter, uh, yeah. okay, gotcha. I thought you were saying Santa was a bully or an I idiot. Mean, I mean, he I, kind of is. Yeah, he actually, judges children harshly and gives them cold. <laughs> also, he enslaves he enslaves people to do work for him. Jack Black. He's a character from from popular culture. His first his first role in cinema was was a no. Bully I'm talking in about the character 3. Jack Black, who's a, <laughs> like a lovable. Oh yeah, yeah, from the yeah from trickster. the Tenacious D TV show, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you, you're you're right. Fair enough. Okay. Um, can we can we digress from this for just a second and talk about how fucking amazing Tommy's jacket is yeah, in this scene? Yeah, Tommy, can we, when, can we digress from this completely pointless conversation and talk about Power Rangers for a second? <laughs> Tommy no. looks amazing, and he... I don't know, something about when he transferred over to the White Ranger, every civilian outfit he has is incredible. And I don't know how that happened. I, I, I feel like it's also enhanced by the fact that he stopped putting his hair up in a ponytail. Yeah, He's just got the Fabio thing going on. He's yeah, got the, the fucking like yin symbol uh, necklace and a brown leather jacket and just a white t-shirt tucked into some crisp blue jeans. <laughs> he looks like, like he, is, he looks like the cool kid who volunteers at Big Brother. He looks or, like the kid who graduated, who was like really popular in high school, graduated, and still comes and hangs around the high school to like teach karate or something. Oh, he looks like Matthew McConaughey, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say he looks like he's uh, belongs on the cover of a Harlequin romance. Well, that too, yes. He he does kind of have like a Fabio thing going. Yes, with Fabio. The, with his that's how hair. that's how you say that name. Fabio. Fuck. Fuck you, Bio. How about that? There you go. What? I mean, Fugio didn't he turn like out to be like a fascist or man. something? So I mean, like Did whatever. He? Yeah, f- say his name wrong. I think so. I mean, it's it's 2017 in America, so the odds of that being true are a solid 60. percent The only thing I know about Fabio is that he went on a roller coaster and got hit in the face by a bird while he was on the roller coaster, which is pretty great. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, that's uh, they they congratulate Sean. They're like, hey, good job, man. You found the confidence. Confidence. Use confidence in yourself, and you could do things. We have pass it on. Yes. <laughs> Are you melting? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm fine. Um, and then Balkan Skull run in to be idiots. So I, I really, like- I really like that. Right after saying, like, 
you know, it doesn't matter, you know, how big or small you are. If you have confidence, you can succeed. And then they bring in literally the most self-confident person in the universe. If Bulk could basically be a Green Lantern because he fucking 100% believes he can do anything. You and give Bulk a core drill, he's going to destroy the anti-spiral. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> he, he's just... <sighs> He's just such an idiot, and they they immediately forget the thing that they just said. And I don't. Okay, I'm sorry. There's I mean, a sh- like. Here's here's the thing. The thing with with bulk versus like the Power Rangers is is the idea that there's confidence versus hubris. Yeah, but they're the but, show doesn't actually touch on that at all. Yeah. Um. There's. I'm sorry. There's a shot uh, of Sean's face when he he is after. Uh, Bulk and Skull hurt themselves again and fall down, and he says, don't give up, practice makes perfect. Uh, if you look to his right, what are the patches that Tommy's leather jacket have? Uh, what did those mean? Because there's one that's like a glowing sword with a rainbow over it, which is pretty fucking cool. Oh, man, this is... <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that maybe they they got this jacket from a fucking like thrift store? Oh, absolutely, and, they did. And those those like this used to belong to like someone in the air force or something. I mean, knowing yeah. this show, they're probably secret fascist symbols because that's just how it happens. But I don't know what I- those are. <laughs> I do like that wimpy kid Sean like proves himself to be the most like morally. I mean- upright person in Angel Grove by being the only person in the universe to be, like, kind and encouraging to Bulk and Skull instead of laughing at their failures. The rainbow sword thing makes me think that it's, like, the LGBT equivalent of the Black Panthers. That'd be pretty awesome. That's a good symbol. I think, so, I am remembering now that, uh, uh, before when Tommy and Jason had their gear for competitions... Those had symbols on them that were like the Taekwondo symbol or like martial arts symbols. This could be that, though it's a leather jacket, so probably not. Yeah. Yeah, I doubt it. Also, something that that, that you just reminded me of by talking about the kid. I wrote a note about this back at the beginning of the episode, but I forgot to bring it up. Did they stop dubbing the child actors at some point and we didn't notice? Yeah, I think that that did happen, actually. Uh, I'm not sure when, though. I can't remember. Does anybody have any idea? Yeah, because it's weird, because no at clue. some point we just got used to all the kids being dubbed, but that I it, that doesn't seem to be the case with this kid, so. Um, Hell if I'm okay, so this symbol is a U.S. Army Europe heraldry badge. Uh, it's a oh. shoulder sleeve insignia that was given to members of the Allied Expeditionary Forces on December 13, 1944, uh, in the European Theater in World War II. Hey, Tommy, where did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> like, so we what? know we know Tommy um, has experienced some time fuckery before. Maybe he right. maybe he was in that campaign. Do you think Tommy went to back to World War II and fought Nazis? I mean, if the Allies had morphin powers, that would definitely help. So, I was... 100% canon, Tommy Oliver kicked Adolf Hitler in the face. I was super wrong that this was a Nazi or, uh, or white supremacist yeah, symbol, then. you could have gotten that more wrong, to be honest. <laughs> so, that's a happy thing to learn. Okay. All right, then. It's always a pleasant surprise when someone's not a Nazi these days. <laughs> 
welcome to Teenagers with Attitude. You'll learn things about history and also the destruction of fashion. <laughs> so, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, kick a, uh, kick so, a Nazi in the face today. Yeah, please do. Please do that more often. I hope that please. this. I hope he wears please his jacket God. more. Pretty bad, actually. So, so but so the kid tells Bulk at Skull practice makes perfect, and then Bulk just goes, "There's got to be an easier way." And then they pass out, and then we laugh, and that's the episode. Right, because Bulk is this weird anti-practice thing. Yeah, I forgot Despite about that. Despite the fact that he spent the entire episode practicing. Yeah, but he definitely, well, yeah, there but was it didn't that pay episode. off, so clearly that proves he's right, that it's bullshit. Right. So, um, yeah, that's the episode. It's weird, I don't know. It's weird to me that the first two episodes we had with the New Rangers both focus on Adam being kind of a sad sack. Like, yeah, it's really building a narrative here. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tommy's not a sad sack anymore, so they need a new one. Yeah, I I wonder if he'll... St- I mean, it's too early for him to go shop at Hot Topic, but, you know, we'll see how that right. goes. <laughs> um, But yeah, that's it. That's the whole episode. Uh, I've got a couple questions. Uh, if you have questions for us, you can send them to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter. Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group, uh, and uh, teenswithtude at gmail.com is our email address. Um, so I've got a couple. One is uh, from, oh god, uh, Solace P, uh, who I think is Cameron from the um, All Along the Watchtower podcast. Uh, he asks... Why hasn't there ever been a King Arthur-themed team? Ancient wizard mentor, evil witch villain, tightly colored knights, etc. Uh, addendum, which knight would be which color ranger? Bonus points if you can get anyone other than Guinevere <laughs> as pink. I mean, I feel like Lancelot would clearly be pink. Yeah, that makes sense. I, so, there was... We've talked about it, but Mystic Knights of Tirnanog was a weird, uh, like spin off a Saban product that had knights, colored knights, and uh you know, fighting monsters and it was basically this show. But there's never been so Mystic Force has some like uh, you know, European style imagery in, in its like um, you know, kings and queens and stuff like that. But there has never been, like, a knight's one, and that is sort of surprising. Yeah, it does seem like an obvious theme to go with. Um, you know, they've done ninjas three times, pi- they've done pirates, like... You know what, though? I guess in retrospect, like, it's a Japanese show, so right. doing, like, samurais and ninjas would be the equivalent yeah, of doing th- knights. Yeah, th- that would be the one reason that I would think would be the most obvious for, for why that hasn't happened. Um, That's only an obvious choice to us because we're not Japanese. Right. It would be a cool... uh, In... Fuck, I can't remember. I think it might also be Mystic Force. Uh, The Sixth Ranger had just straight up had a sword and shield that were his, like, colored like his ranger suit. And that was awesome. And I would totally love a a full uh, series where they all use, like, shields. That'd be neat. Right, because the flip of what I'm saying is they definitely did a series that was like Western-style pirates with tricorn hats. Yeah, they did. Was. Yes, that they were also aliens, but whatever. That <laughs> didn't matter, really. Well, you, don't, you don't know that Western-themed pirates aren't. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't have any proof that they aren't. That's a good point. 
Yeah, I mean, I think we've talked about this before, uh, but like that would be a cool theme. It is surprising it hasn't happened, but I don't really know enough about Arthurian legend to tell you which color would be which ranger. I just know I, what color armor they wore in Monty Python. Does that count? <laughs> I, I was I was gonna say I know what color each of them are in Shadows of, Over Camelot, the board game where you play as Arthurian mm. knights. There's let, let, let's cross compare. Uh, what color is Galahad in Shadow? I'm lying. I don't remember what color. <laughs> well, fuck you then. The, I do know that Wouldn't Arthur just be red. Arthur would yeah, definitely seems, be red. I think that, that seems. I odd. think we right, can like go he's with the that. Leader, right. Uh. There was a there was a green knight in Arthurian legend who is actually called the green knight. The green knight. Because yeah. so, he's a he I think was transformed into an e- Wait, hold on. Yeah, hold on a second here. <laughs> uh in Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, Ber- Bersalak is transformed into the green knight by Morgan Le Fay uh in order to test his court. So uh, mm. uh, a sorceress turns a good person into an evil green knight. So the answer is they've already done it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's a weird fucking parallel. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. That's awesome. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, all I'll say is this. like, If they wanted to get super Arthurian with it, they would have to basically gender swap some of the characters. Otherwise, we'd have an all-male team, and that would blow. Right. Yeah, you don't want that. I mean, Guinevere... Uh, I think was supposed to be competent with like a bow and stuff, but she wasn't a knight. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about this lore to get into it, to be honest. Uh, I feel bad about that, but I got nothing. I mean, you guys keep talking about colored knights and my, my mind just keeps jumping to medieval times. Like the, the restaurant. <laughs> yes. Medieval night. Medieval times is fantastic. It is very silly. Uh, I wonder if people don't know what that is. It's a place where you- I, I have had people tell me I was, like, having a fever dream when I explained what Medieval Times was to them. Medieval no, Times is like a real thing. They refused to believe me that it was a real thing. Medieval Times is a restaurant, sort of. It's a place you go and you sit around- It's, it's a dinner and a show thing where you get served, like, it's medieval themed, and you, you get served, like, like, meat and bread, and you eat it with your hands- and, but you still get served soda because, of course. Well, they mostly give you people. beer unless you're a child. Then they so give you it's, soda. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a madrigal dinner crossed with like the people who couldn't get hired at your Ren Fest. It's like if you ever wanted to be an extra in a Knight's Tale, yeah. then go <laughs> yeah. to medieval. Yeah. It's really fun yeah. though. Like each, each section of the audience is assigned one of like a number of knights to root for. Like that is the knight that represents you. Right. And then you, it, it's it's kind of like pro wrestling actually. Yes, in that it it's is. just they go out and they stage a big fight, and then somebody wins. And if it's your dude, you're all happy. Yeah, you know? and it's, yeah. it's they're all color coded. Funny, funny story. I went to medieval times once as a kid, long, long, long time ago, and. Uh, I have four younger sisters, and my youngest sister was initially picked to be the princess, because at some point they find a little girl in the audience, and she gets to be the princess, and it's part of the show. Aww. And my youngest sister got picked, and she was she was too terrified of the whole thing to go. <laughs> oh, no. So they just said, oh, well, that's okay, and then picked my second youngest sister, and she jumped up and Who <laughs> was like, and, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah. My version yeah. of that story that like goes back to what you'd see in the mirror is I remember we went to Cedar Point a lot as a kid, which is a theme park in Ohio. And uh, they had, like, a uh, SeaWorld-type, like, dolphin show. Like, hey, watch this dolphin do tricks. 
and they would call a kid from the audience to, like, come be the volunteer. And we went enough that, like, I think I was the volunteer, like, four or five times, because I basically just jumped out of my seat and started walking down before they even <laughs> fixed the <somebody. laughs> Like, I'm feeding that fucking dolphin some fish, yeah. Yeah, try and stop me. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've i been, I went to Medieval Times once. I was like 16. It was for a marching band trip. Uh, and all I remember is that a lot of the, well, okay. I remember having a good time, except for the fact that some of the people in my section thought it was very funny uh to chant we were the blue knight section so they were chanting blue power because racism is really mm. funny guys isn't yeah. it it's just so it's well, hilarious. okay hey, zach you, you talk about that, that? But my school colors were maroon and white so guess what got chanted at football games oh boy woof <laughs> well i was gonna say like yeah that that's no good but also like as a power rangers fan can you really fault it too much oh, no we've already talked about how white uh ranger tiger power is too close for comfort to anything right, but we also talk about the blue power and shit like that's that. that's true all the time, that yeah that's fair good yeah but we don't chant it oh. i think is the key difference that also i ate a whole chicken uh anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no input on this other than the fact that I think you guys are being a little harsh on Medieval Times. Also, the food was surprising. What? No, we're no dude, awesome. I don't think well, any of this Medieval Times is great. Medieval Times is By the way, Zach's whole chicken confession, that has nothing to do with Medieval Times. He went to a farm <laughs> and swallowed a chicken whole. It was terrifying. I, I believe it. I remember having a fairly decent time, and I also remember the food being surprisingly It's pretty good. good. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a fun a, time. Yeah. I mean, if someone is like, here's a whole rotisserie chicken, you're not going to be like, no, fuck that. <laughs> Who wants this? Yeah, no. For real, I though, folks, if, I, I assume it's a bit on the pricey side, and I don't think there are too many of them in the country, but like, if you get sure. the opportunity to go to Medieval Times- The closest yeah, one to me is, is in Myrtle Beach, uh, and it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so- uh, we've got one more question we'll do. Um, Tim writes in, and <clears throat> I'm going to change this question a little bit. But basically he says, you know, let's talk about the Thunderzords. They had enough material to do like eight episodes and stretched it to 50. Obviously, it's really brutal. We've talked plenty about how unfortunate the, um, the Zord fights are in this season. Um, sure. He said his question was, uh, you know, if they if it wasn't spliced together, what would you like to see in the in the Zord fights? Which, like, we could talk about that, but I think all that stuff is kind of obvious. You just you just fucking actually have the suits fight. Like, that's all you have to do. This <laughs> is just have the suits fight. Yep. And it would so, be better. Uh, take it from Zach, listener. Don't bother sending in questions. No, no, no. Just dismiss them. No, no, no. Because I, I think this is still a good, interesting discussion. But the way I want to change it around is, what would you guys have done different with the constraints they had to make the Zord fights more interesting? Can you? Oh, I just would have made Die Ranger. <laughs> you would have said fuck it and just got the suits. I would have said, in addition to new Zords, you get new suits. Yeah, I mean. That's true. They, they, the other thing I was thinking is they could have just um, completely reshot. Well, they did shoot new cockpit scenes, actually. Never mind. Yeah. That, yeah, I mean, yeah. So the biggest limitation to like actually shooting their own stuff is I'm sure they didn't have the costumes for the monsters. Which right. is a huge thing to work against. Well, in some cases, they definitely have, because they've shown up, like, with the Mighty Morphin suits. They, right, they have some of them, but not all of them. That's pretty yeah. clear, basically, yeah. Um, 
I'm trying to think now, and I thought I had one, but they did that, and now I can't really think of anything, to be honest. Like, they, they, yeah, I don't know. You can't show them together. That's kind of it, right? Like, there's not right a way to fake that other than what you said, which is well, they should have just switched footage. Like... You're right. I got nothing. Yeah, the Die Ranger, the Ranger, Die Ranger suits are cool, and they clearly didn't have a problem with like bringing in the White Ranger suit. So just bring in the other ones too. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, the most, I, I think it was Luke that said it, and if not, I apologize. But I think somebody on the show mentioned that when they did the power swap with Rocky, Aisha, and Adam, they really should have just switched over to the. Die yeah, Ranger. they should have done yeah, it yeah. then. That would have been a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, and and you could like, even I, you could even s- explain why Tommy's suit doesn't change because you're like, hey, these are like weird new separate powers, so everybody else. Yeah, is they could they change. could even piggyback even off that. that. Like, like, like yeah. we used we used leftover energy from when we made the White Ranger to right. like enhance your suits. Yeah, like I think There's, the Die Ranger suits look way cooler than the Jew Ranger suits. Yeah. They're good suits, and I, and I get that they didn't want to change the suits and the Zords and everything all at once. And that's fine. Change the Zords at the beginning of the season, change the suits in the middle of the season, and then just, now you've got actual fucking monster fights, goddammit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that if, by the end of the first season, this show was on top of the world, and they absolutely could have gotten away with just changing everything. Yeah, I, th- that's... Yeah, but also, we're, we're kind of hindsight is 2020-ing a show that's like two sure. decades old, so... Yeah, yeah, totally. But 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 also, this show always elects to save money over doing anything else, so I don't feel like... Like, yeah, it's they, not like it was they would have had to afraid get, of what might happen. Right, they would have had to get or make new suits. But, like, the weird thing I think uh, some of you are overlooking is that by switching to the Die Ranger suits, I feel like they actually would have had an opportunity for increased toy sales, because now yeah, you exactly. have... That's what I was thinking that when also, it first they would happened, have had to make yeah. as much original footage. Right, Like, right. it would have saved them so much money. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, like, I, they decided to go with brand recognition over anything else. My guess is that, that no one... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm done. Oh, sorry. <laughs> my, my guess is that nobody actually sat down and made like a budget sheet and and said these are the two options. Haim just went, no, we're not making new things. And that was it. Well, it's, like, it's weird, too, because it's not like that was a foreign concept to American stuff. Like Transformers did it in the 80s where they just, OK, everyone's dead now. Here's new Transformers. Yeah. I mean, but were the new Transformers as successful as the old ones, though? I guess I don't actually know. Uh, I I know okay. that that may have actually. I know that the movie, the the animated movie that like changed a bunch of the characters, was super right. controversial because because they killed a bunch of people in a children's yeah. Cartoon. Optimus Prime right. fucking died. That's kind of a that's kind of a tough pill to swallow. The thing is, Power Rangers wouldn't be killing anyone off. Right. It's just these are the same characters. They've got new suits now. Yeah, and it, it's just funny because it, yeah, I mean. The thing that just straight up confuses me is you can make new toys. That's your whole fucking point. Like, the whole show is new toys. It's just, yeah. I'm, you wouldn't even need to design new ones. Just use the toys from Die Ranger. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, you probably already have a cast of, like, the White Ranger, too. I think we already established they did make new casts for, like, the G-Ranger toys, though, right? Yes, they did. Like they yeah. were slightly different. Yeah, they were different because they were they were they have like big fake muscles, and that's not how yeah. the uh, the Japanese ones look. Um, yeah, so that's it uh, uh, for questions. Um, I do have a, one more thing I want to talk about, which I feel like one more thing. One more thing, which I, I feel like we don't 
highlight this enough, but we have some really cool fan stuff that we've gotten over the last week or two that I wanted to mention quickly. Um, and you can see all this stuff if you go onto the Teens with Tude, uh, Twitter and click the favorites button. Um, um, are they? I hope they are also on the fan art page on our website. I can put them up. They will the be by the. Be pushing. They will be there by the time that this episode goes up. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, uh, Nitz Pesibus, uh Chelsea, who we've mentioned on the show before, uh, drew us a Zed and Rita as Lucy and Charlie Brown. Um, God, it's so good. Which is fucking incredible, and you should definitely go check that out on our fan art page. It's the best. I kind of want stickers of it to put on my car. I love it. Oh, man. Um, uh, Emily uh, from Warren Beast uh, made a comic uh, that is about how Trini really left, and it is basically a beanie, which is Billy and Trini shipping comic that is so fucking adorable, I can't stand it. And you should go check that out also. It's the best. Uh, and then finally, this is not, uh, not fan art, but, um, what is cosplay on Twitter? Uh, sent us a picture of a, uh, uh, a space heater that is labeled Goldair. Uh, and her, the quote was, for when you need to stay toasty and also murder Power Rangers. And now I have to go figure out where I can buy one of these because I want it. We're, you're just gonna buy a brand. I'm gonna buy a branded uh a branded thing that has nothing to do with Power Rangers because it sort of sounds like Goldar, yes. Also I need a space heater. Alright. Just separately. Yeah, that's that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, folks, if if you wanna if you wanna send us questions or let us know about any cool Power Rangers related stuff you have made or found, maybe you wanna send us, you know, a picture of that guy who Dresses like a cross between a purple Power Ranger and Prince. No, don't do that. Purple okay, Ranger, get it. Okay, for like the five thousandth so, time. Okay, so can, let's just talk about that. There's there's a, a dude who goes uh, to cons and dresses as Prince as a Power Ranger, and it's the Purple Ranger. It's very funny. Uh, our friend Joe, who is uh, has guested on a bunch of our ghost related stuff, who is a a, um, a Ghostbuster. He's an officially licensed Ghostbuster. Yeah, he is a Ghostbuster. Uh, he he knows the guy, and I'm sorry, I, I can't remember his uh, Billy Lightfoot. I think is his name. Uh, he's in Joe's costuming group. He's a really nice guy. I've talked to him about it. It's a super great costume. We've gotten it sent to us about 37 times, though. So, <laughs> yes, I've seen it. Thank you. And I, I'm i not irritated. Just I'm just letting you, you know. Irritated. <laughs> I'm just letting you know that I've seen it. It's a really good costume. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I do, I do love, I do love though, that, that folks are out there and every time they see a Power Rangers thing, oh, their first thought is like, oh, I wonder if the TWA oh, guys I'm super seen it. flattered. Like, thank you so, so much. Yeah. It's just funny that we've gotten that specific one that many times. <laughs> and it's weird because we don't get a whole lot of other repeats. No. It's just that one specifically. Yeah. So anyway, since it got interrupted, um, if somebody has one of those things, and they want to send it to us, where should they send it? Uh, you you can send it to us. Uh, you can send it to me on Twitter, Teens with Tude. Um, if it's like a big image or, or something that you want me to have, uh, you can send it to uh, me at uh, Gmail. No, it's not at Gmail. It's Teens with Tude at Gmail.com. Zach, how many but, times uh, have you given away this information now? 
I'm sorry. I, I did a bad but job. But more importantly, don't send in your questions because Zach will dismiss them. And don't send in cool pictures because he'll say, oh, I've seen it already. No, Luke, I feel like you're well, being also, unfair. Here's, here's the thing. Uh, there's also there's also the Facebook group, Tangers of Attitude, where some of us other than Zach might see it and we'll actually acknowledge it. Yeah, appreciate send it to us it, yes. and we'll appreciate that, it. That, that won't be me, though. <laughs> I don't use Facebook. So, uh, I will, not I, I will also note real quick. Um, you can find, uh, our fan art page, uh, as Joel mentioned on, um, oh God, what's our website called? What's our website called? Audioentropy.com. Audio the name of our network. It yep. figured, I figured it would be a pretty easy URL to remember, but the other day I, I forgot I what not. podcasts were called. So I don't know what you expect from me, Joel. Uh, <laughs> anyway, audioentropy.com. Yes, check that out there. Um, check out all our other cool podcasts like Totally Your Prize, which I just guested on recently. Uh, and Luke is on. Um, yep. All the podcasts Luke's on, uh, Mike and Matt do uh, Going Pear-Shaped. Uh, Joel is on the Digital Moncast. You should check out all those and all our other cool stuff on AudioEntropy.com. How'd I do there? Was that and better? Don't forgive us. To, you forgot Don't Forgive Us to... Don't forget to buy our shit and give us. <laughs> well, you we can't have anything for them to buy. We do have a donation link if you would like to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, then give us your money. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and uh, oh, last thing, and then I'll let everybody go. Uh, three or four people have asked us if we have a PO box. No, but I'm looking into it. Uh, if you want to send us something, you will be able to do that at some point in the future. And if you want, yeah, if you want to give us presents, I, I just, I just, <laughs> a, a bunch of people have asked. And also, if you want to give something specifically to Simon, I'll figure it out. But man, it costs a lot of fucking money to ship shit to Ken. <laughs> so, uh, just keep that in mind. But um, if you're that person who really likes Kitty Kong and you want to send Zach a burning effigy of himself, <laughs> well, that's why I'm getting a PO box and not just listing my address. So, <laughs> whoever sends that burning effigy booby traps the box so that when you open it, it like strikes a match and sets your effigy on fire. <laughs> Man, you'd have to be really well connected open. with the post office to pull that one off. The, the, the yeah, game over music from Donkey Kong Country three plays. <laughs> do, 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 do. All right, so that's going to do it for us this week. <laughs> Join us next week when Balkan Skull save the day, you guys. I'm really excited about that. Um, and 14 years with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been, I have been Mike. I, I've been the guy that didn't look at the order. I'm Luke. <laughs> I've been Matt. And, I've and been I'm very Joel, upset. <laughs> That somebody didn't look at the order that was posted like five minutes ago. <laughs> eh, fuck you. Fuck, fuck and, you. Fuck and may the right power protect you always. We, we are professionals, folks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>